Who better to chat with in my final week here in this very seat than our next guest? One of my absolute favorites. He hails from Op, Alabama. He is the proud publisher, owner, extraordinaire from Auburn Observer. He's got a Twitter empire that you can follow at AU, and he joins us here on Sports Call. Merry Christmas to you, Justin Ferguson. Happy New Year. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, Merry Christmas, guys. Um, excited to hear that uh, JJ's finally... Uh, given up, try, up trying to avoid me and has, has decided he was just going to leave the show all together instead of ducking uh, instead of ducking me. So, uh, scared of the competition, I get it. Um, it, it. Adversity brings out the best in, 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 in some people and some it brings out the worst. So, uh, we're we're gonna see we're gonna see how this goes. Oh, that's phenomenal! So, so, are we saying that within the coming days on the Auburn Observer, there's gonna be a headline that reads "Observer Pod Forces Sports Call Host Out of Chair"? <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be it's it's gonna be a real real uh, r- real tough one. But I, you know, honestly, I will say this, JJ, um, in all in all sincerity, sure. Uh, you know, congr- con- congrats on on whatever's next. Looking looking forward to hearing the news and. Um, you know, you made it in Auburn uh, radio uh, for five years, which is more than double the amount of time they let me on the air. So I mean, that tells you <laughs> that tells you how uh, that tells you how much staying power you really have. Thank you, Ferg. That means a lot. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm still going to be around uh, the Auburn area. Still going to get to keep doing some play-by-play, of course. Uh, which anytime I see you at sporting events and you realize, wait a minute, they're giving him the microphone and this <laughs> broadcast. There's fun jabbing that takes place back and forth. So our jabs are still ahead of us. And yeah. maybe, maybe, just maybe, this new move opens up more time in my calendar, and maybe you and I can actually hang out as friends. Just, I, I hope I'm not too forward with all of this. But that's where I'm thinking going into the new year. You know, you know, you're going to have to win my trust back from from all the times you have avoided me. So it's it's, it's going to it's going to be a process. But I, I think we can work it out. Okay, that's what I like to hear. So here we are. It's our final chat with you in the year 2022. I'm proud to let you know uh, that you once again take the crown for most visits of any guest here on Sports Call. Would you like to guess how many times you run the program? 54 Jeez. weeks in a year. What do you think you got? Well, I wasn't on every week. This I year. did ignore you quite a bit sometimes. Yeah, you did ignore me quite a bit. I'll, I'll um, give you – go under 40. Yeah, it, it, it's, it is under 40. I'm going to say 30. I'm going to give a nice even 30. This is our 33rd visit wow. of the year, right. and no one will touch that award in these final few days. So right. congrats, man. Most Most frequent guest here on the show. Hey, there you go. There you go. Going out on top slash <laughs> bottom. I, I don't know. I don't know if that's. I don't know if that's an honor or not. Well, let's hear it. Brooks and Brent. Are you happy that Justin Ferguson was the guy that we spoke with more than any other guest this year? Listen, I don't want to slide toward any of the other guests because we're trying. We're trying to keep relationships around here, even though you're leaving and trying to burn bridges. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, just burning bridges on his way out. You know, you know how that goes. But, you know, Justin Ferguson is one of our best guests, and we love having him on every single time he's willing to come on. Yeah, I, I've been following Ferg for long before I was ever in radio at Auburn, and uh, uh, listening to him, like meeting him in person, yeah. yeah Ferg, Ferg has earned this title, and uh, I hope he continues to hold it. Okay, there we go. Good stuff. All of that's out of the way. I just hope that in the new year, Ferg will come back to in-studio, and we can play at some uh, card wars with his newfound AEW cards. <laughs> I was really happy about that today. You don't, you don't know how, you don't know how happy I was to find that in Target today. And, and if anybody, and if anybody wants to get uh, get any 
Uh, wrestling trading cards. You can't. I bought the rest. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so we do follow you on Twitter. You're quite the storyteller. Um, and, and it appears that you had some travel um, difficulties coming back home for the holidays. And uh, you've been reunited with your laptop, though. I need to hear this whole story. Yeah, so it, it really is a crazy story. First of all, I want to say my travel problems uh, pale in comparison to most people who have had to go uh, through, <laughs> you know, the flying Amen. Uh, uh, over the last few days. So I am very grateful for that. But no, uh, this is uh, this was something that uh, kind of popped up on me. I uh, had a phenomenal trip to the West Coast. Loved L.A., loved Seattle. Uh, covering Auburn basketball out there it was a whole lot of fun. Uh, it's, it's my favorite thing to do in this job, and, and I enjoyed every second of it. Thursday, though, we had an issue um, because there was a winter storm rolling in um, to, you know, really much across the across the country, but really hit uh, Seattle pretty hard. Uh, and my flight, I was supposed to fly from Seattle to Las Vegas, have a layover, and then fly from Vegas to Atlanta, um, you know, overnight to make it back in plenty of time for Christmas weekend and all that. Um, my first flight from Seattle to Vegas got canceled as I was walking into the airport, which was pretty problematic. Um, fortunately, though, uh, with some help from my father back here and uh, just kind of working the phones and, and the Internet and all that, <laughs> I was able to get a flight at the very, very last second to Vegas. Um, that like I think it was literally the last flight that got out of Seattle to Vegas uh, on Thursday so I could still make my connecting flight. The problem with that is, is that you know when you're a, when you're a an experienced world traveler like myself, um, you know, and 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 you uh, you you do all these you know crazy things, you pay all this extra money so you don't have to deal with security as much as other people do. One of the things is that is that you have to you have to go through all that, you have to put all that info in before you buy a flight, and I usually do. Problem is, I didn't have it this time because I booked at the last second, so I had to go through all normal security, had to take my shoes off, had to take my laptop out of my bag. I'm not used to doing that uh, with pre-check and all that. And so when I left TSA to try in a hurry to make my flight at the very last second, I left my laptop in Seattle. Fortunately, though, um, I got a lot of help. Um, you know, the TSA folks were very helpful and the lost and found was very helpful at the airport. And then uh, Marlene Naver, the, uh, the SID for Auburn basketball, who is just the, the absolute best, um, was staying in Seattle because um, she's from that area. And she offered without me asking her she offered to um you know uh go get my laptop for me and bring it back to auburn so i didn't have to pay to get it shipped overnight uh, over the weekend and christmas weekend with all the chaos that's been happening so reunited with my laptop we're actually you know putting the finishing touches on a newsletter for tomorrow on it right now and uh everything's good but yeah great trip pretty pretty stressful finish uh for me but yeah it's it's nowhere near what other people are going through, so I consider myself pretty lucky. And yet the content kept coming, though, right? I mean, did we still have a little bit of content minus the laptop? Yes, I, uh, I wrote a – so I was in the Vegas airport from about 3 o'clock, 2, two o'clock to 3 o'clock Pacific time on, uh, on Thursday, uh, and then my flight was supposed to leave at about midnight on Thursday. So I had a nine-hour layover originally in las vegas um and so i used that time didn't have my computer but i needed to write a mailbag because i knew that i was going to take the weekend off for christmas and i wasn't going to have anything and so i sat there in the vegas airport and wrote my entire mailbag on my phone um and got it all all sorted out and ready to go and uh 
it, it, it worked out because I had plenty of time to finish it and still bore myself to death in the Vegas airport. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, like a lot of people, had delays, had, had problems. I didn't get back into Atlanta until like 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock Friday morning because of some delays. Um, but, you know, I had to get the mailbag out there. I knew, I knew we were going to take the weekend off. Um, so I had plenty of time to tap away on, with my thumbs um, a mailbag that was well over 3,000 words. But I knew I had to get it out there. So I had plenty of time. I wouldn't recommend writing an entire story on your phone. I was going to ask, it. yes. Um, but, uh, yeah, if you can avoid it, avoid it. Uh, but it ended up working out just fine. That's incredible. Justin Ferguson's here with us again on Twitter at JFergusonAU. Uh, we talk about Auburn Athletics a good bit, and we saw signing day come and go since we last spoke last Tuesday. What did you think of Hugh Freeze's efforts that are on signing day? Great signing day for Auburn. Just to get back into top 20 range, it's huge for the program because you had been back-to-back losing seasons there were a lot of turmoil with the program and and, and to, to respond like this in a short amount of time you think about the guys that have flipped to auburn or have committed to auburn since brian harson was fired on halloween it's a huge number and and they're guys i mean it's not just taking dudes for the sake of taking dudes auburn flipped guys from ohio state they flipped guys from florida state they flipped guys from lsu and texas a&m and like it just Left and right, they did a really, really good job of really closing well. I thought Hugh Freeze did a really good job of retaining um, Cadillac Williams and Zach Etheridge. Wrote about it today. Won't give it all away. But if you go to the Observer, you can check it out. Wrote a story today on Zach Etheridge. The amount of work this man has done on the recruiting trail in these last two cycles is absurd. One of the best recruiters in the country, period. And without him, Auburn would be in a much, much worse spot. Uh, as a program uh, because of talent acquisition. Zach Etheridge was worth every penny Auburn is paying him, I'll tell you that much. Um, Yeah, it was just a good class. I mean, um, and it's not over. Like, they still have, you know, probably a dozen or so spots they can fill with either guys who make late decisions or guys in the transfer portal. Um, They need to continue to build at the line of scrimmage. Uh, But they've got a lot of talent in that defensive backfield. Uh, I think they filled some needs at at some certain positions still got a lot of work to do and they're not done yet uh but this is a really good uh, finish to national signing day um if you're auburn you want to consistently recruit at a top 10 level more than a top 20 level uh but the fact that you even got the top 20 when you were you know in the 60s and the 70s for most of of, of the year is uh, really really impressive Auburn has a new wide receiver coach, it appears, coming to uh, join Hugh Freeze's staff to kind of clean that up. What do you think of the hire today? You know, it is getting weird for me when I get to a point where guys who are younger than me are now coaching and guys that I covered, <laughs> guys who I covered who were younger than me are now coaching, uh, you know, Auburn uh, Auburn football. It's wild. Yeah, Marcus Davis. So Marcus Davis's freshman year was my junior year uh, at Auburn. Okay. So um, me and Marcus go way back as, as somebody. I don't know if I ever had a class with him, uh, but I do know we, we crossed paths plenty of times when he was a player here. Uh, always one of my favorites. And really cool to see him get this opportunity because I think he's going to be a really good coach. Um, you look at his two years as a, as a wide receivers coach. First year, Hawaii um, did a really good job. Had a guy who almost had 1,000 yards last year uh, for Hawaii. Had a guy who was used to be a quarterback. They moved him to kind of a running back wide receiver hybrid, um, and he had a phenomenal year. was an all-Mountain West pick at wide receiver. And then last year goes to Georgia Southern um, under, under Clay Helton and does a great job. Um, with, you know, Southern, you know, Georgia Southern had been running that option offense for forever. They go to this wide open throw it all over the yard offense. 
under Clay Helton. He had four receivers that had great years, about 60 uh, yards per game, about 12 or 13 yards per catch for each of those guys. Um, so on the field, at two smaller programs, he's done a great job already uh, to get started as a coach. And I think, you know, like Zach Etheridge, like Cadillac Williams, these young coaches who have been here at Auburn, they connect so well with recruits. I think he's going to do a phenomenal job in that area. Um, he's got those South Florida ties, which I think is going to be huge in recruiting, particularly wide receiver recruiting. So, yeah, it's not a superstar name, um, but it's a guy that I think, like Zach Etheridge, like uh, – you know, like Cadillac Williams, and like some of the guys Auburn has had in the past who have, who have filled in those roles. I think of Travis Williams. I think of Cody Burns, who is now, uh, you know, coaching in the NFL as a wide receivers coach. Like those guys usually have a really, really good track record as a, as position coaches at Auburn. So I think it's a great hire, and I'm looking forward to covering Marcus again. It's a name and a last name in particular that was very popular in the year 2016 when Auburn famously had seven players on the roster with the last name Davis. Carlton, Deshaun, Javaris, Kyle, Marcus, Ryan, TJ, and Stephen Davis Jr. all featured on that 2016. That's got to be the most uh, of any singular last name on any given roster at Auburn, would you say? Yeah, and, and, and you know it's it's been a minute since Auburn's had a Davis. I got to get back to it. I think that's got to be <laughs> you got to start recruiting some more Davises. So yeah, uh, it was funny. I got a uh, I got a text this morning from somebody who was like, you know, "What do you think of the Marcus Davis hire?" And I was like, "I think it's pretty good." And then they asked me, "So Marcus Davis wasn't the one that was on the radio with y'all who interned?" That was no, that was Ryan Davis. But <laughs> if, if Ryan Davis is ever uh, a uh, if Ryan Davis ever becomes a coach, I, I'm gonna be re- I'm gonna be in it really well because I helped him you know get a good grade in his uh in his internship at Auburn. <laughs> there you go and we famously had Deshaun Davis serve as yep. a co-host for a year and a half uh, unfortunately he didn't play the wide receiver position uh, but yeah we had Davis is running all over the place and if there was anybody who would know the obscure stats as in who has the most last names any given season like that would have been you Ferg. that's who I was going to yeah, I need, for that information I, I, I need to look that up a little bit more I think my favorite one that I that I dug up uh this past one is uh, Isavion Miller, uh, the new uh, JUCO offensive tackle that Auburn signed, uh, who you know is potential starter next year. Really, really needed experienced offensive tackles, and Auburn got a good one there in Miller. He is the first player in Auburn football history to have an I and a Z uh, in in his uh, in his first name. So an I Z together. Uh, no one else has ever had that, that combo of letters together in their first name in Auburn football history. So Isavion Miller is going to be that new one you're unbelievable do i give you credit was it was i think it was you ferg uh that, that when bo Nix arrives on campus did you total up five letters yeah. in his name yeah. and t- yeah remind me of that one yeah shortest name in auburn football history is bo Nix. um and the longest i believe is still prince michael salmon's I believe that's still the record. Um, and uh, it was either, yeah, Prince, Prince Michael Sammons, I believe, is the longest one, uh, and Bonex is the shortest one in programming history. I, I genuinely care about these weird facts, and I'm glad that there's someone there to deliver them for me. That's yeah, awesome. There's, there's, a, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of wild ones. Like, uh, you know, this is, uh, this is uh, the first time, um, you know, first time Auburn has had, uh, you know, this year, the Auburn, I thought they did a really good job. They gave some love to some small school players, um, you know, in in the state of Alabama. You go, you flip Keldrick Falk from Florida State. He plays at Highland Home, 1A school in South Alabama. Uh, Highland Home, if you don't know Highland Home, one of my favorite places 
uh, because of the nickname of their high school team is the Flying Squadron. There is a jet plane statue that hangs over their football stadium right off the side of the road. Uh, they're big, big fan of a uh, big fan of uh, uh, Highland Home. You got a kid from Lochapoca right down the street in J.C. Hart, and you got a kid from Munford uh, as well in Sylvester Smith. Um, so, gotta love all those small schools, and it was fun finding out that. You know, as small as Highland Home is, I think there's only a thousand people, thirteen hundred people who live in Highland Home. Yeah. Um, this is the second time Auburn's ever gotten a guy from Highland Home. Uh, so, you know, I love finding the I love finding the the small schools and giving them some love. And uh, Auburn Auburn's got some really good ones from from some, some from smaller spots this year. Highland Home is fifty miles north of Op, Alabama. Yeah. I just did research for myself. Yeah, if you wanted to drive to. Montgomery, or if you wanted to go, you know, we would go by Highland Home to take the back way to get to Auburn. Um, so yeah, I've I've driven by I've driven by that 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 statue. And I'm telling you, it is right off the side of the road, uh, off the highway in uh, in in Highland Home. The statue of the of the jet plane hanging over the stadium. Um, if you're ever anywhere near that area, um, drive by it. It's a really cool sight. What are Auburn Observer goals for 2023, Justin? Um, continue to be credentialed and not get thrown out by Auburn. I guess there you go. Uh, <laughs> no, I, uh, no, it's been it's been pretty good. We uh we had another good year of solid growth. What I love about uh, this is that you know um, we we continue to grow uh, at, at at a good rate. People are buying gift subscriptions uh, a lot during the holiday season, which was really really cool. Um, so we continue to to show some you know some really good growth and i you know i just want to continue to um you know do do stuff that people care about try to uh be a little bit more creative in some of the things that we do uh for the for you know the upcoming year um continuing to cover basketball at a deep level and and you know 2023 is a pretty big anniversary for uh, the uh, 2013 team 93 team as well so maybe doing some more stuff around kind of anniversaries and stuff like that try to get ready for that but yeah, we're looking forward to it. It's, it's been a lot of fun. All of that available, auburnobserver.com, $6 a month, and you will not regret a single penny. That's why I invest, and uh, even though I'm walking away, I really have enjoyed all the chats I've been able to have with Justin Ferguson. Let me do a little bit of housekeeping here and bookkeeping, sure. Ferg, if that's okay. Brooks, uh-huh. you're stepping into more of this uh, producer role with Justin Ferguson. Uh, Ferg, Tuesdays at 4.30, does that continue to work for you, my friend? I uh, that's that's what I've got sculpted out in my head most of the most times. I know four thirty, four o'clock, four thirty on Tuesdays. I know to expect a call. You know, I try. Here's the thing: a little, a little way too inside baseball here. I try to stack uh, radio appearances as much as I can. Like I want to oh, during football season, I try to have a day where I like I know I'm going to be doing like four or five of these at a time. And Tuesday's usually my good one in during football season. So I've just been so used to doing this that yeah, keep it keep it clicking. Um, you know, unless unless there's a press conference or something going on at 4:30, which it really has, um, I'm pretty locked into this time slot. And Justin, if there is a press conference, you can just put yourself on speaker, and we'll just let your question go to whatever coach you're asking, and that can be your there interview. You go. There you go. We can do, we can do that. Something like that. Brooks texts way more gifts and gifs than I do, so just be prepared for that. Okay. <laughs> All right. You know, you. I'm, I just, I just, you're just the one who just use like ducks everything. Like I'll just, <laughs> I won't get a call, I won't get a notification or anything, and then like three weeks later, it'll be like I'm calling you at four thirty, and it's like, okay, what happened to the last three weeks? <laughs> oh, he's calling me out. That's fair. It's totally fair. There are receipts that prove all of this. 
Oh, this is great. Ferg, thank you so much, man, for the time here in 2022. Uh, The guys will talk to you next week, and uh, I'll see you very soon, my friend, okay? Absolutely. Congratulations, and uh, the rest of y'all, y'all better be on your best behavior when when you talk to me moving forward. Justin, just know, if you're on the show, everybody will be present. (laughs) Yes, everybody will be present. And look, here's the thing. I, I've been picking on JJ for the last few years. Every time I come on, one of y'all's next. Oh, it's no. just, naturally, a target is coming. So you better, you better just be on your on your best behavior. And look, Javon is still the gold standard, right? Javon Cutler's yeah. still up there in Bristol at ESPN Radio, holding right, down the yeah. fort. So we're looking for our next Javon. Yeah, yeah. You, the show really went downhill when Javon, when Javon <laughs> left. And then and maybe it's got a chance to reclaim some of his former glory now that they're changing hosts. But uh, <laughs> but we're, 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 uh, we're not going to hold our breath. Good stuff. Ferk, have a great day. Happy New Year to you. We'll talk soon, okay? Absolutely. See you all.